0: Did you know that not every probiotic is created equal? This is why I really love Seed's Symbiotic. It's their DS01 Daily Symbiotic. It benefits your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I urge you, if you have Seed, if you're willing, to open the capsules and you'll see that there's another little capsule inside there. And what's really cool about this and why I really trust and love Seed is they have a patented delivery technology that ensures that the probiotics arrive alive in your gut. This is the biggest issue with a lot of probiotics and why so many of them are not created equal because not all the probiotics are actually gonna make it through your digestive juices and all the way to actually be able to populate and seed your gut, seed, and Seed has got it down. I've been taking it for about a year now. I also love that it is super eco-friendly. You get one glass jar that comes with your first order and then you hold on to that glass jar and every month, they give you a little compostable pack that you use to refill. I love this. They also give you a really cool little travel jar as well. And both the travel jar and the big jar are a dark green color to keep the light from coming in and destroying that good bacteria. So if you want to try Seed today, I'm absolutely loving it. Make sure that you go to seed.com slash realfoodology and use code 25REALFOODOLOGY to get 25% off your first month. Again, that's seed.com slash realfoodology, 25REALFOODOLOGY to get 25% off. Knowing more about your metabolic health and how your body responds to specific foods is probably one of the most important things and insights that you can have into your health. Because our metabolic health is the foundation of our overall health. And what I'm speaking about specifically is using a CGM or a continuous glucose monitor. The one that I've been using is from this brand called Vary. And it's a great tool to find personalized insights on what works best for your body and truly quiet the diet trends. By pairing a CGM or a continuous glucose monitor with an easy to use app, In just 14 days, you can really understand how to break unhelpful habits and build new ones to improve your metabolic health through nutrition, exercise, sleep, and stress management. Since using Vary CGM, I've learned so much about how different factors impact my body and my ability to keep my blood sugar stable. For example, adding really good high quality fats like butter, for example, or olive oil to carbohydrates, I've seen such a difference in the way that my body handles that glucose spike. And I really don't get as an extreme spike as I do when I just eat the carbs alone. Another thing that has really helped me a lot is eating greens before I have like a carbohydrate rich heavy meal, little things like that have helped me see in real time. Like, Oh, when I eat this bread, if I don't have like almond butter with it, Um, my blood glucose levels really spike and then I feel it because I feel that crash and then I feel that fatigue. Whereas when I can keep my blood sugar levels more stable, I'm not crashing and burning and feeling so fatigued after meals. It's really cool because when you have this insight, then you can start making little adjustments and the adjustments that I've had to make have been so minimal and little, but have made such a huge impact on my overall health. I consider it to be very invaluable information because it's giving you a glimpse into exactly what's going on into your body specifically. You're not just Hearing from like an Instagram or a TikTok, like, oh, you should eat this or you shouldn't do that. So if you also want to find the right foods and habits for your body while improving your health, give very a shot with our exclusive $30 off code, V-S-M-Real Foodology. So put that in at checkout. Again, that's V S M Real Foodology at checkout when you go to very.co. So that's V-E-R-I.co. Hi friends. Welcome back to the Real Foodology Podcast. I'm your host Courtney Swan as always and today is a solo slash what do I call it? Not It's not an interview but it's a hang with podcast or with my podcast producer Drake. Howdy friends.
1: <laughs> We're here in Utah right now. Courtney literally just did an epic speaking event and she uh, brought me along. Yeah. And uh, she did a great job. She finished about an hour ago. And so we were like, we're in the hotel. Let's record a podcast. Because I'm always like, you need to record more podcasts. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> me forcing her to do it right it's now. true.
0: Drake kind of conned me into recording this podcast. But also, I gladly did it because I love recording these podcasts. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know my relationship with Drake. So obviously, like I said, he's my podcast producer and a very dear friend, and has been with me since the very beginning of the Real Foodology podcast. That's very true. In fact, you guys all owe Drake a thank you for this podcast, because it, without Drake, this podcast would have never happened.
1: <laughs> I was I was forcing her to do it. I was like, you got to have a podcast, because all the time she would be so passionate about what she was preaching. That just wherever, if we were at a party or a hang or whatever, it would always end up being Courtney, like just obsessing about these topics about food and taking down the food industry. And I'm like, and since I I had a podcast already, I was like, Courtney, let's just make one for you. Like, let's just try it. And she was always like, no, 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 I don't want to do it. And then one day she's like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) There is an important, there's actually two important pieces there. One being uh, yeah, there, there was an element of like, all right, let's do that. But I also remember you kind of, sort of, this is very much Drake's personality in the best way. You kind of just forced me and like put me in front of a mic. <laughs> like, obviously, I wasn't kicking and screaming. I wasn't yeah. like force, forced. forced <laughs> but you were like, you're doing this. I'm putting you in front of a mic. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for that because I really need that kind of personality. And then the other important piece is actually something that I was talking about with you Um, and Doug last night. So Doug is the guy that put on the event that I just spoke at. And I was talking about how I have always really desired to do public speaking. I've had on my list of goals since 2011 that I wanted to do a TED Talk. And I never knew how I would get there because I was deathly afraid of public speaking. Like, so afraid of public speaking, Mm -hmm. And there was a piece there that I've unraveled over the years of worthiness, of not feeling worthy, like who wants to listen to my message? Also feeling like I don't know. There's an imposter syndrome there that has has gone away a little bit. I think I will always have a little piece of it to kind of keep my ego in check. But there was always that piece of like, what do I know? Why would anyone want to listen to me? If I get up and speak, I'm going to freeze and I'm not going to know what to say and my mind is going to go blank. And so when you, Drake, started asking me, or not asking me, but telling me I should start a podcast, there was that small voice in my head that was like, who's going to want to listen to you? Like, what do you have to offer? And then the imposter syndrome comes in that's like, people are going to realize that you don't know anything and that you're a fraud, which is so funny. We tell each other or tell ourselves these lies because in reality, like, I do know a lot about this kind of stuff and I'm very passionate about it, but it was a lie that I was telling myself that I didn't know enough because a facet of my personality is that I always feel like I never know enough. I consider myself very much to be a student of this and I learn like the more that I learn about it, the more I understand that I don't know anything. (laughs) And then that imposter syndrome comes in and you're just like, nobody is going to think that I know anything. But anyways, I wanted to ramble there, but that's how I started.
1: And it, look where you are now.
0: Yeah,
1: hundreds of episodes, and I think she's crushing it. Hopefully, you guys all think the same. Um, it's all podcasting. Everyone always it feels like you're speaking into a void, but luckily we can see the numbers, and there's tens of thousands of you who are listening. So huge
0: shout out! Thank you so much. Truly, I say this every episode. Without you guys, this would be nothing. And um. I started Real Foodology because I was seeing all the corruption that was happening and I felt like we would never make an impact enough in politics because it's so corrupt there. So, you listening, like we are how we change this. You, every single one of us, the individuals, like us making these choices and putting our money into better for you food products and food systems, that's how we really change it. So you also have a massive impact by just simply what you're buying. So also just thank you for listening to the podcast. It means a lot.
1: 2024, there's going to be a lot of big changes with the Real Foodology podcast, one of which is you're going to make some merch.
0: I am. Woo! Okay. I guess this is an official announcement because we haven't even, like, come up with any designs yet, but I have an idea for a couple things. I think we're going to do a hat and we're going to do a tote bag. I am starting to become a hat girly. I've never really been much of a hat girly outside of beanies, but I don't want to do a beanie. I want to do like a proper like baseball cap. I'm not going to tell you what it's going to say yet though, or should we?
1: I don't think you should. I mean, okay. Let's leave a little bit of a cliffhanger.
0: Okay, we will. But coming soon, tote bags and hats. I actually just got a message about this the other day. So very excited about that. Um, should we talk about why we're in Utah? Yeah. Okay, so if you guys follow me on Instagram, you already know. I the very beginning of 2024 I made a goal for myself that I wanted to do more in-person public speaking. As I mentioned earlier at the beginning of this podcast, one of my desires since 2011 and I write this down every single year is that I want to do a TED talk. And I finally this year after doing years of the podcast feel equipped and feel like I've really found my voice, which by the way I'm sorry this is a, a little bit of a side note, but I just want to take a moment to say thank you Drake. I've Thank you all the time off air, not actually on the podcast, but this podcast completely changed my life. I have been saying since 2011 that I wanted to speak on stages and I never knew how to get there because I was so scared. The podcast is literally how I get there. Hell yeah. So thank you. You are
1: very welcome. And I'm so excited for you. I was like a proud mom today. I felt like Kris Jenner, like (laughs) when all of her spawn or on stage because it was like just you watch it was like you doing what you've always wanted to do and one thing that gave me like the chills and almost made me tear up was one of the things courtney always would tell me is when she worked for Tovolo she used to mic her up before yeah. every single show and as we as we were getting to go um getting to go up on stage courtney was she was literally getting mic'd up by someone. And I was like, Courtney, this is like what you used to have to do. And then she's like, I know I used to have to do this. And now it's happening to me. And I was like, Courtney, this is so freaking cool. And it was just, was so she cool. was she was literally glowing today. She's also nervous, but she was glowing. And it was, I'm just so excited for you.
0: Thank you. I was very nervous. I did a lot of meditations. I actually have a very close girlfriend who sent me a little prayer, and I saved it, and I listened to it like five times today. <laughs> and it was so beautiful. It was just like a—it was kind of like a little meditation. Can you like, read
1: the prayer for
0: us? I can, I mean, it's like two minutes long. But it was basically—let me see if I can find the audio. You know how the audio does with a new download? It tells you what they said. Yes. So she said, what a gift to be able to speak in front of a group of people, and with that can come nerves. Often those nerves stem from wanting to deliver information that people are receptive to. Other times those nerves can be the fear of not performing in the way that we think we're supposed to, or the fear of what other people will think, or just being in a large crowd. There's a little bit of a disconnect with the like how it translates. But okay, so you got the gist of that. And then she just said, so I pray right now in this moment that you just bring a piece of mind to Courtney's heart, as sound to her mind, and that she has supernatural confidence going into this talk. And then it's just a little bit more about like confidence and nerves, and um, she also reminded me of thinking of, of someone who I really look up to when they speak and who motivates me, and to try to hold that person in my mind and use that as kind of inspiration and motivation.
1: And who was that, Oprah? <laughs>
0: Oprah. (laughs) I mean, it's a great one. I don't know why that was so funny. That's a great one. Mine was actually Melissa Wood Health. Oh. And I will tell you why. I really look up to her because she, every time she shows up, she has the most beautiful energy about her. She has a big smile on her face. She always just seems so at peace and at ease with who she is in her body and she just brings so much joy. And I think for me, the biggest piece, as I'm I'm learning to speak better and speak my truth and not be so nervous, I'm trying to bring that energy and that joy and that smiling and all of that. And so I really thought of her. And I also just love that she's a fashion girly. Every time she goes on stage, she just looks so cool, so hot. And I want to channel that.
1: I love that everyone calls her Melissa Wood Health. I like she has a last name, but everyone calls her that. That's I funny. know.
0: Well, she did it to herself. Instagram, baby. So um, how
1: did this speaking event go? Let you tell everybody. Obviously, I was there, but let's tell everyone how it went.
0: I feel really good about it. I, but Before going into it, I was very nervous. I couldn't really sleep when I agreed to do this because I was like, what did I get myself into? I'm going to be so scared up there. But I had a shift last night that I was telling you that I just, I kept repeating to myself that I'm worthy, I'm worthy, I'm worthy. And I went over my notes one more time and I just realized like, I know this stuff. I know this stuff so well. And so I was like, why am I so nervous about this? Like I know this. And my biggest nervousness piece is, I'm scared I'm going to go up there and I'm going to go blank and I'm going to mess it up and I'm going to forget what to say. But I was like, I know I talk about this on the podcast all the time. And so for me, I felt like it went really well, except for (laughs) at the very end, you guys.
1: Oh, God. This is a 40 minute presentation, by the way.
0: Yeah, this is a 40 minute talk. I'm getting to a place in my head where I'm like, oh my God, I've been up here for so long and I'm starting to want to get off stage because it's also a lot of energy to be putting out. I looked down at the clock and I don't even remember how much time I had left. I think it might've even been in the red. Like I think I might've been over and I panicked and I got to my almost second to last slide and I was like, that's it. Thank you. And I had a whole thing that I was supposed to do at the end where I plugged the podcast, my website, my Instagram.
1: Your grocery guide.
0: Oh! But
1: you're always, she literally did an interview with Organic Olivia, which you've probably heard by now. And she was plugging all of her things. And then I I just like peeked behind the curtain. I was like, your grocery guide, which is awesome, by the way. If you have not checked it out yet, you got to get it.
0: Yeah, go to realfoodology.com, plug in your email, and we'll send you one for free.
1: It's free. You can print it out, or you can just have it as a PDF on your phone when you're shopping. It's it's awesome. I use it, me and my boyfriend use it all the time when we're shopping. It's great.
0: Yeah, and actually, if you guys are wondering what I talked about today, so the bulk of what I talked about was um, essentially everything that I have in that grocery guide. In fact, at the very beginning, I did plug it once, Drake. I said at the very beginning, if you're overwhelmed by all this. You can go and download my grocery guide and it has all this information. So the event that I was speaking at was to, um, a friend of mine owns a company that helps like sales coaches.
1: They're they're all salesmen and saleswomen. And so this basically is a coaching mastermind program and they do speaking events where they bring a bunch of different coaches and speakers to teach them how to sell better. They learn about taxes. Courtney went in there and taught about health, obviously, how to shop. Um, And yeah, just kind of a whole gamut of things just to be a better sales human.
0: Yeah. And one of their messages is that if you take care of your health, you feel better, you have more energy, and you actually show up better for your job and you get more sales done because when you look good, you feel good, your brain is working. You're obviously able to do more sales because you're able to to convey your message a lot better, but also like people are, are more inspired by it. People are inspired by other people that are healthy that they see in their life. And so the, the actual conversation I gave was in the very beginning, I dropped a lot of stats about where we are as a country right now, which was actually... I will be honest with you guys. When I was looking up these numbers, I actually did not realize the scope of how bad it actually was. I knew it was bad, but I came across this chart that was showing the spike in chronic diseases in Americans in the last like 60 or so years. It started at 1965, and then they projected it all the way up to 2030. Right now at 2024, we're at like 48 or 40, yeah, I think it was like 48.6% of Americans already have a chronic disease. They're projecting by 2030 that 49.6%. So essentially like half of our population is going to be sick with at least one chronic disease. That's insane. I was looking up these numbers to do this talk. And so that's what I did is I dropped a bunch of these numbers on people at at first. I dropped a bunch of statistics and I talked about the the top leading deaths of this country, the top 10 of them, nine of which could be managed or mostly prevented by diet and lifestyle interventions, which is also crazy. Because you look at that list and you're just like, all of these could be prevented if, if we actually took care of our public. And we actually had things in place to protect people from these food-like products like and all the shit that we're putting in our food.
1: That's wild. That's absolutely wild. Yeah. But the talk went really well, and people were super um, super stoked about it.
0: Yeah. Somebody told me right when I walked off stage, they said, that was amazing. You were my favorite chat all day, or you were my favorite speech all day, which was a really big moment for me because this is the third time I've ever spoken like this in public before.
1: (laughs) And I try to remind her that she's always, she's talking to way more people than we're in that room on a regular basis for a podcast, but you just, you can't see, you just can't see those people, you know, it's like, you're like speaking into the void.
0: Yes. Hi friends listening, (laughs) which brings
1: me to my next point. If you are loving the show, like send Courtney a message, let her know, give her some, give her some love. Thank you. And actually another way, I'm going to be my, I'm going to put my producer hat on. People are always asking, what's the best way to support a podcast? And the best way is obviously share it, but buy from the brands that she's promoting on the show. Like the sponsors. Obviously ads can get kind of annoying, but number one, these are all brands that Courtney vets. Let me tell you from the producer side of it, she will not just let any brand come up and pr- and promote the show.
0: Yo, let me just tell you I kind of make Drake Drake's life a living hell. I'm so sorry. Not on
1: purpose. <laughs> That's fine.
0: <laughs> it's definitely not on purpose, but it's because I'm so careful about the brands that I bring in my world. I would never I never want to sway you guys in the wrong direction. So the only time that I ever bring on sponsors is when it's companies that I'm genuinely using, excited about, like I want to tell my friends and my family about. So just know that. Like I'm so sorry, Drake. I can't tell you guys how many times he will text me and he'll say, oh, this brand wants to or this and I'm like, absolutely not. (laughs)
1: No. But yeah, the best way to support this podcast is to like check out the brands. Show them some love.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I actually never thought about that before. I don't know why, but that is the that is a great way to support.
1: And if you don't want to listen to the ad, that's fine. Just look in the show notes and <laughs> click the and click the link.
0: <laughs> that is true. And again, like I said, these are products that I'm, I actually love and use. I I will. I want to say, some of you guys listening right now might be rolling your eyes and being like, "Oh, this is not even a big deal. Why is she making such a big deal out of this?" To me. This was a really big deal because as someone who has really struggled for a long time with lining my desires and my goals with my actions, this is a big deal for me because I have been so scared to do what I've said that I wanted to do for a really long time. And obviously there's stepping stones, right? Like I I look back on that now, like for years, I would like really judge myself. And think, okay, Courtney, you've been saying for years you want to do this. Why are you not doing this? Like, you should be doing all this stuff. And I look back now and I realize that, like, if I had just been thrown on a stage like five or six years ago, I would, I actually would have failed. There are certain stepping stones that I had to go through in order to prepare me to even get me to a place where I could get on a stage and talk to people about this kind of stuff. Because when I first started my podcast, I used to really struggle with. I knew, I don't know if anyone will will be able to relate to this, but I'm just going to drop in and see if this resonates. I knew all this information about nutrition and I've been so passionate passionate about it for so long, but I always felt like there was this disconnect between what I really knew in my soul and what I knew about this entire subject that I felt like I could never eloquently get out. And it wasn't until I started with the podcast, which was for me just the first stepping stone and baby steps of practicing that. I had to put that literal muscle to work and learn how to take the knowledge that I had and learn how to speak it out and and, um, get it to a place where it was like digestible and something that I could put out into the world to help people understand nutrition better. And then I've been practicing for the last four years And had I not started this podcast and had I not started practicing, I would have never even been equipped or ready for this next stepping stone of speaking. And now this is just my story. There are some people that are just good at it out the gates or maybe people go and do Toastmasters. My dad was telling me for years, just go to Toastmasters and practice what you want to say. But this was my way of like taking one step at a time. And as I learned a certain skill set then I was able to take that skill set and then move on to the next thing that I wanted to do. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if there's something that you desire to do and you feel like you're a thousand steps away from it and you don't know even how to get started, try to take back like 999 of those steps and think like, what is something that I can start doing literally today that can start getting me on that path to then get to that point? Because when we see those people on the stages, when we see those people... Um, doing whatever it is that we want to do, writing the books or whatever. Guarantee you that they didn't just like sit down and start doing that all. Day. They didn't just sit down and start writing the book. There were other things at play and processes that they had to do before they got to the point where they were actually ready for it. And now instead of judging myself, I'm able to look back and be like, oh, wow, thank God I didn't do this any sooner because I actually would have failed it then because I wasn't prepared. But now that I've done the stepping stones and been able to do that part, it actually prepared me and, and equipped me for the next step.
1: Yeah, baby steps.
0: Yeah. It's something that I was really thinking about like all week. I was like, oh, wow, I couldn't have done this any sooner. I was judging myself so hard for not being. It's like, I think we all, we have this idea in our mind of where we want to be in our life. And then we judge ourselves so hard if we're not there yet. And then you're like, oh, well, I guess I'm never going to make it. Like, to be honest, the last couple of years, I was like, I guess maybe I'm just never going to do that part of my dream. And then I realized like, no, I just, I'm working up to it. And there are certain things that need to happen in order to prepare you. And life has a plan for you. God has a plan. Whatever you want. The universe has a plan for you. Follow your intuition and start doing those little things to, to help them add up to, to get to the place you want to be.
1: Absolutely. Amen. 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 <laughs> um, so you got some questions. Should, we, should I ask some of these questions that people yeah. forced? Um, we're also going to be adding a new thing to this show where you're going to be able to call in and you're going to be able to ask questions. So there, the link will be in the show notes. So you just click it and you'll be able to leave a six, up to 60 seconds. Um, and ask whatever you want. Ask something about Courtney. Ask something about the show. Ask about brands. Um, obviously some people, you get some pretty personal questions. Like she's not going to be able to diagnose anything or like, yeah. Things like that. So I would keep, I would stay away from questions like that. But certain brands, if you want to ask about them or whatever. Um,
0: I will tell you guys anytime that you want to ask me like a super personal, like a, hey, I'm dealing with this A1C and my doctor is telling me I should do this and that. I can never answer that kind of stuff. My answer back to every single person that asks me questions like that is find a really good, Naturopathic, integrative, or functional doctor that can help you that specializes in whatever you're dealing with. So, for example, if you're dealing with hormonal issues, don't. My only thing is don't go to a conventional allopathic doctor because they're not going to be able to treat you from root, root cause protocol. You want to go to someone that can do the blood work and know how to do it. And so, do naturopath or integrative or functional.
1: You should do a whole episode on on like on what a naturopathic doctor visit looks like
0: we actually are going to do that so we've talked about it i just need to make sure my doctor is on on board for that
1: and she's actually an osteopath
0: yeah she's which i
1: never heard of that term before but so that's another thing that you can look for yeah let's do it you just want someone that can like think outside the box because like me personally i have a conventional doctor through kaiser and it's like they have their things that they're really good at but if you like Ask them something outside of the box, like their head will explode. Literally. And it's nothing against them. It's just they are trained to do one certain thing, and that's just what they do.
0: Exactly. We're not vilifying. They just, they're only trained to a certain capacity and outside of that. Yeah. These doctors are not trained for these chronic diseases that have only exploded in the last 60 years. Right. They just, they're not trained to, to treat them. If you're like me, you know the importance of eating healthy, but you don't always have the time or the willpower to cook with all the colors of the rainbow. And your body is an amazing organic machine. It turns food into energy, it heals wounds, supports your consciousness and so much more, but it needs the right fuel and signals to function at its best. Some of those signals include adaptogens, These are compounds that balance hormones and help you deal with stress in a healthier way. If you're feeling tired, these compounds give you a boost of energy. If you're stressed, they help you return to a natural state of calm. They literally help you adapt to the stress of life. My favorite source of adaptogens is Organifi. They create these delicious superfood blends that mix easily with water. They make it so easy for me to get more adaptogens in my day, like ashwagandha, reishi, mushroom, rhodiola, and so much more. If you're looking for an easy way to support your amazing body, I highly recommend trying Organifi. They have a great deal going on right now between February 16th through the 19th. If you buy any product, you get a free focus. To try Organifi today and save 20%, go to Organifi.com slash RealFoodology and use code RealFoodology. Again, that's Organifi.com. It's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and use code RealFoodology.
1: Okay, um, we're going to go through some of these questions that she put in her on her instagram that you guys have asked her okay um first question is from laura she said your favorite way to detox thoughts on all detox tools parasite elimination and liver flush
0: Ooh, i feel like the word detox gets a really bad rap because everyone thinks of those like juice cleanses that everyone did in the 90s (laughs) well i guess 90s is aggressively like a long time ago
1: (laughs) That's not
0: that long ago. Well, it feels like a long time ago. Anyways, I think you guys know what I'm trying to say. Um, Yes, our body detoxes every single day. I see a lot of practitioners online say, you don't need to do a detox. Your body already does it for you. Yes, that is true. Thank God for our livers because they detox and they do a great job. But the modern times that we're living in, our bodies are getting hit with so many different things from whatever is in our tap water, what's being sprayed on our food, um, off gassing of our furniture, uh, the stuff that they're spraying in the sky, pollution. Like, we're just constantly getting infiltrated with different toxins. And that'll all, every single thing that I just mentioned, all has to go through our liver. So, what I think is that every single day we should be taking something to support our liver and just be like, thank you, liver. We are giving you love. We love you so much. Thank you for doing your job. We are going to support you extra because you are an over time right now with everything going on. So I would say that is my number one tip is just to be on a liver-supporting supplement. I really like Liver Rescue. It has things like dandelion in it and milk thistle, which are scientifically proven to not only protect the liver, but also help the detoxification pathways of the liver just so the liver works even more efficiently. As far as like parasite cleanses and all that, I can't give any like direct specific protocols. One, because I'm not trained in it, and also because it's also by individual, depending on what exactly you're dealing with. But again, I would find a really good practitioner that specializes in parasite detoxes. Another thing that I will say about that topic, pretty much every human being on this planet has some sort of parasite. It's just the realities of living on planet Earth. It sounds a lot crazier and scarier than it actually is, if you're feeling symptoms and maybe you're having something that's going misdiagnosed, then I would start going to, down the avenue of parasites because then you may have something that's really starting to affect your health and you're going to want to cleanse that. And then you're going to want to work with a practitioner that knows how to get rid of it.
1: Yeah, find a cool doctor. Like Courtney gave me her doctor's info. And so I went into the doctor and it was crazy. She did like, it was like an hour appointment, but then she had me do what's called a GI effects test from, it's called Genova and it's expensive it's like five or six hundred bucks, and it's really disgusting. You literally have to like poop into a tray for like three days, and then you have to like leave it in your fridge because <laughs> oh, it's so gosh. gross. And are like, you pooping like an in and out?
0: Like, oh, it's yeah, an in and out. Yeah, French fry
1: <laughs> container. It's so gross, and you have to like scoop. It's like the whole thing. You scoop it into these little tubes with this little oh. stick. It's so gross. Anyways, if once you get over that, you then ship it to them in a FedEx. Like you have to hand deliver it to FedEx. These
0: poor FedEx it's drivers. So gross.
1: Even know. <laughs> it's gross. it was nasty. But then you find out all the things. Like you should not do a parasite cleanse unless you know, you know that because there's different parasites and different thing different treatments for different parasites. Yes. So get a doctor.
0: Don't guess. Test. Always test. Blood work, stool test, etc.
1: Um, okay. Uh, this one's interesting. How much wild game do you eat from Connor? Thanks, Connor.
0: Well, Connor, I actually don't eat any wild game. And as a Texan, my dad would be really disappointed in me. My dad used to go quail hunting a lot when I was a kid. And, um, he and all of his friends, um, would bring back, uh, like venison and quail and they would do like venison jerky and all this stuff. This is a long-winded way of me saying I actually don't eat any wild game, even though I should. And yes, Connor, I am judging myself right now. Um, I talk a big game about eating well-sourced, high-quality meats, and I am fully in support of people eating game. I will say this though. I personally actually don't really like the taste of super gamey meat. So um, I was a vegetarian for like five years, and then I... Most of my childhood was like very weird about eating meat. I think it, I don't know what it was, but, um, yeah, I don't really eat a lot of it.
1: Uh, either do I, but I know a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, a lot of people like and bison. Not,
0: yeah. Oh, I love bison. Actually, I will say I love a good bison burger. But, but if you're listening and you like gamey meat, you should do it.
1: Okay. Healthy travel hacks. This is perfect. Ooh,
0: actually, this is so perfect. Okay. So I did, I actually did a reel about this, which by the time you're listening, you probably have already seen it. So for those of you listening that are newer to me and don't know my background, I was, I worked in music for 10 years before I went into nutrition. Six of those years, I was a tour manager. And then the last four years, I was actually a nutritionist for the pop star Tovlo. So while I was actually on the road is when I started getting really passionate about nutrition. So over the years, I started developing these like, I was gonna say intense, but I actually don't think they're intense, but just very um, specific ways that I traveled to stay healthy. So I would say first and foremost, I, I mean, this is like the simplest hacks. It's it's almost going to sound stupid, but I, I always make sure that I bring a stainless steel water bottle with me. I have a new one that I'm really into from Clearly Filtered that has a water filter that it attaches to the straw. So if you need to drink water out of like your hotel room sink or whatever, you have a little filter attached to the straw. So that's a really good one. Um... I would say my second biggest hack that I always do is wherever I travel, I always try to find healthy restaurants. I'm not just like going to like your local chilies. And I know nobody is shocked hearing this. But for example, today, I had several people write me on Instagram, you have to try out this place. It was called Redmond Redmond Kitchen. Redmond, Redmond Farms. Redmond Farms Kitchen. So, do I tell the story?
1: You should tell the story because it's, it's very high maintenance, but it's, it's very on brand, and it makes sense. Like, she practices what she preaches. and I, I was a little bit annoyed by her because I was like, oh, my God, give it a rest. But, no, she did it, and I'm actually very thankful she did. All right. So oh, this
0: is story. why I love you. I love you. you always tell me that. Okay. So, I find this restaurant. I'm really excited, right? I had just gotten back to the hotel and I go to order it. We were gonna try to go in and eat there and then we realized we didn't have enough time because I was speaking in a little bit and so we were gonna have it delivered to the hotel via like DoorDash. We go on DoorDash and it says kitchen's closed. And I'm like, no, because let me just tell you guys this restaurant, grass-fed burgers, pasture-raised eggs, they had organic ingredients, they, they have raw milk on the menu, which is insane. You know how hard it is to find anywhere that has raw milk. They also have A2 dairy, like French fries
1: that are cooked in coconut oil, which is like gnarly.
0: Insane French fries not cooked in seed oils. Also, all of this comes from a regenerative farm locally in Utah. Like if if that's not on brand, I don't know what is. So I'm so sad. So I call the restaurant, and by the way. All of this is going to sound very high-maintenance, but I do want to say I'm never mean or entitled or bitchy. I always am, like, very kind, right? I feel like I am. Yeah. Okay. Because my intention is to be kind. I'm not trying to, like—anyways. So I call, and I'm like, I'm so sad. I was like, I want your food so bad. I'm only in town for one day. And it's not letting me order. And the woman's like, oh, well, no, no, you can order on DoorDash. And and I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. It says that you're closed. And she's like, okay, well, I don't know. We're getting orders on DoorDash right now. And I was like, but I'm telling you right now, it's, it's closed. Is there any way that you can call DoorDash and just let them know that you're closed right now? Because she thought they were still taking orders. So she calls me back and she's like, so I actually realized that even though our kitchen is open, we don't do... DoorDash deliveries during this time frame because it's too busy in the kitchen." And I was like, oh no, and she goes, but you know what, she goes, I will turn it on for you so that you can have this food delivered. (laughs) So it still doesn't work. So finally, which by the way, shout out to this kitchen staff, they were so lovely. They were so sweet, they were so accommodating, they were so patient. And I asked the woman if we could place an order over the phone, and we paid for it with credit card. And then I literally sent an Uber to go pick it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you know what? It it was so freaking good. I got a grass fed burger on sourdough because I love sourdough. Yum. Um, and then Courtney also got a, she got a burger on gluten free because she's gluten free. And then we got French fries that had raw cheese. <sighs> Which raw cheese sounds gross, but it just tastes like cheese It's just raw. It's not, it's not like it has like a past sour past. taste or anything. Yeah. And then, um, it had, they had like pasteurized bacon on it. Yes. Oh, and then like homemade ranch. Oh, <laughs> it was so yes. good.
0: They had a ranch. Can we order
1: some right now?
0: <laughs> oh, I want it. They had a ranch that they make homemade in-house without any seed oils in it. It was so good. So shout out to this restaurant. Cause again, their customer service was like top tier.
1: Utah. If you're in Utah, you gotta go to to Redmond.
0: Yeah, Redmond Farms. Farms. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was fire. I I'd say we have time for one more. Okay. Let's see. Um, okay, Miss and son says, "Can you give us more on women who have had to go into menopause because of a hysterectomy?"
0: This question is interesting because she said, can I go more into it? And I've actually never spoken about this at all. And I, I want to be very sensitive because that is, um, that's is—that's a really hard thing to go through. So, um, but I don't know how to answer that because I've never been through it. And I've never really looked into it. And I've never talked about it. So I'm confused by the the more on that. I think maybe she's just like wanting some clarity around it. So I would say for a situation like that, the advice that I would give is what I said in the very beginning, which is look for a naturopathic, integrative or functional doctor that specifically specializes in menopause. Oh, you know what? Okay, there's this amazing woman who I met in Telluride this summer, actually. Dr. Mary Claire. It's Dr. Mary and then it's C L. A-I-R-E. She's incredible, you guys. So her whole message is she is a doctor specifically for women going through menopause. And part of her message is that the medical community pretty much just completely dismisses women after they have given birth. And once they go into menopause, it's kind of like, okay, you're on your own. And there's like no help. There's no support. And she's incredible. So she's a woman who I believe has been through menopause already herself. And her entire page is dedicated. It's content. She has supplements around it. I think she has a book now. And it's all specifically to help women going through menopause. So my advice would be go check her out. And actually, I should have her on the podcast. I'm going to DM her right now.
1: You know who's also really good about menopause and perimenopause is Dr. Tina. Because she's about to, she's in perimenopause, which is like before menopause, yeah. and her whole thing is like getting women ready for it. Mm. And if you're in it, also like how to like be healthy and like live your best life.
0: Also, just have to laugh. I love that you know that.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I I listen to about eight to ten health podcasts a day, so I know way too much information.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Doctor Tina is amazing. Yeah, that's a really good idea. So yeah, I would check. Check both of those women out.
1: All right. Last question comes from Deanna, Deanna Lynn two two five. She says, "What probiotic do you recommend taking?"
0: I love Seed, so I, I get a lot of questions about Seed actually because, rightfully so, very justified and valid. A lot of people write me and they say, "Do you actually like Seed, or actually do you think Seed is actually valid?" Because there's a lot of people talking about it on Instagram right now, and there's a lot of like. Uh, podcast ads and stuff. I will tell you guys very, very genuinely, like I said at the very beginning of this podcast, I don't ever talk about brands that I don't use personally and love. I really like Seed. So I had the founder of Seed on, I think it was like two years ago now. Mm-hmm. She's really amazing. I love the level of science that this brand goes into and the amount of third-party testing that they do. It's pretty incredible. I also really like the level of care that has gone into ensuring that these probiotics arrive alive. That's kind of their biggest thing. So probiotics, there's so many different ones on the market, right? And this is like, it sounds like a selling point for seed and it is, but it's also just like an actual 100% fact. So the thing about probiotics is that they're very susceptible to being damaged by like, especially by heat and so a lot of probiotics don't actually arrive alive in your gut because there's so much heat. There's also stomach acid that it has to go through. There's a lot of different layers and um, things coming at them that could kill them because they're pretty sensitive. And seed has a bunch of different protective layers for that. So it comes in this glass green jar and that green jar is darker because it protects the vitality of the, the bacteria. And then also, if you have seed probiotics, you should do this sometime because it's really cool. You can actually open the capsule and then there's a second capsule in there. Did you know that? Yeah. There's like a double That's layer. Really cool. It's so cool. They have this like patented, like um, it's, te- it's a technology, but I hate to say that about like a supplement, but it's like a patented like delivery system. In order to make sure that it arrives alive in your gut.
1: And I know that you use it because I've seen it in your house a million times. Oh,
0: yeah. I use it every day. I travel with it. And actually, oh, and then so it comes. And then the other part that I really love, the jar is really pretty, but it's also eco-friendly. So it's this glass jar that you hold on to. They send you the glass jar once. You keep that. And then every month they just send you like a little compostable packet that you can then compost that has the new... 30 day supply that you then throw into the jar. And then it also comes with a little travel thing that I travel with every single time I travel. Um, that way you don't have to bring the whole, the whole like big jar with you. So anyways, long-winded way of me saying I really love seed. They also happen to be a sponsor of the podcast.
1: They do. And they have it for kids as well.
0: Oh, yeah, that's new. They have kids, yeah.
1: So they've got the DSO for one for adults, and then they have the PDS08 for, P, for kids, three to 17. Sweet.
0: Also, by the way, this sounds like an ad. You guys, this was not planned. Someone just asked. No, it's it. not. <laughs> um, let,
1: me, let me look up what the code is. So, yeah, so if you want to get 25% off, it's, you can use code 25RealFoodology, all one word, at Real RealFoodology.
0: Perfect. I hope that uh, it helps your guts.
1: Yeah, let us know. Send us pictures.
0: (laughs) I'm just kidding. Get the stool test. (laughs) Send in your results. I'm dead.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh, that's so good. All right. Well, that concludes today's episode of the Real Foodology Podcast. Will you do me a favor? If you liked this episode, will you send me a little message? I'd like to check in with you guys and just hear what you guys are loving and what you're not. I have been wanting to do different things with the podcast. And I've been wanting to do more solos, do more ask me anything, share a little bit more about my personal life. Let me know if you guys are into it. So write me on Instagram at Real Foodology. Tell me if you loved it. I mean, tell me if you hated it. Shit. Just try to be nice. Yeah.
1: And you can also email um, the show, which I look at it and then I'll, I'll forward things to Courtney at realfoodologypodcast at gmail.com
0: spam the shit out of drake guys oh my
1: god <laughs> sorry just drake. don't send any nudes <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. oh thanks guys love you thanks for listening bye thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the real foodology podcast if you liked the episode please leave a review in your podcast app to let me know this is a resonant media production produced by drake peterson and edited by mike fry The theme song is called Heaven by the amazing singer Georgie. Georgie is spelled with a J. For more amazing podcasts produced by my team, go to resonantmediagroup.com. I love you guys so much. See you next week. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and doesn't constitute a provider-patient relationship. I am a nutritionist, but I am not your nutritionist. As always, talk to your doctor or your health team first.